0: Hashtag who is Maximilian. Welcome to the regular guy show. This episode is called Black Women Scare Me. Let's begin. When I was getting out of high school, not meaning like graduating, but like, you know, going home or whatever, I was waiting for the bus. Um, bus was taking forever, and I'm like, man, what's taking this bus so long? You know, I gotta go. And, you know, the game bangers came out, you know, it was Friday. And, you know, you don't want to be sitting at the bus stop, you know, all alone. That's suicide. So my mom calls me. And she's like, where you at? And I was like, you know, the bus really taking a long time. And she's like, you out there playing? I said, no, I'm really at the bus stop. You know, the bus is, you know, you know, the 120 takes forever. And she was like, okay, hangs up. So I'm waiting, cars flying up and down the street, people staring at me, busing yous, you know, staring at me and stuff. I'm looking at them, you know, they kept going. And my heart is like, mm. I'm like, we need to get the hell out of here. So I'm like, all I got to do is just walk straight. I see my mom do a thousand times, just right up the street, just keep going straight. I mean, it's going to be a little journey, you know, stop at a store or something, but just keep going straight. Cool. So I started walking, right? My mom calls and she's like, do you need me to pick you up? And I was like, no, the bus came. I'll be there in a minute. Just pulled up. I'm getting on right now. got to go. She was like, all right, all right, click. I lied. Biggest mistake of my life. Walking down the street, walking through different neighborhoods and, you know, and get to see the community in a different aspect. There's trash everywhere. There's graffiti. You know, I'm like, if you are going to tag on a wall, at least write allegedly, you know, so somebody can read it, you know, I'm looking at the wall, you know, I'm rubbing it, you know, trying to, you know, figure out, you know, how they wrote it and shit. So, you know, of course, for somebody who's probably staring at me, probably thinking I'm in their dissing their hood or they click, you know, I'm just touching shit. You know, I'm just walking down straight. Oh, yeah, you know, just doing me. And this car pulls up. I'll never forget this shit. Just, all right, let's get serious. This car pulls up. Lexus. All gold. Kind of like my daddy's car, but his was silver. And this girl rolls down this window. Passenger side. She rolls down the window. She's driving the car. We're walking. You know, she rolled up on me. And these windows were so dark. They were so black. Like, they was limited. You know what I'm saying? i never seen this on, you know, no car before. You know, why is these windows so black? So, you know, I already got the heebie-jeebies. And... This beautiful, dark-skinned girl. Pretty white teeth, long, black. You know, I knew it was a weave because my mom had that same hairstyle. I knew it was a weave. It had to be the weave. But she says, hey, baby. I'm like, ah, girl, stop it. Ah, this is my lucky day. Oh, about to give me a beautiful, dark-skinned girl. And she's driving a gold car. This is life. I'm the man. Life is perfect. Bowling! No, that's not what happened. She said, where are you going? And right when I was about to just tell her, I'm going to this voice. This voice. Don't tell her shit! I looked around like somebody dropped a gun and motherfucking popped and hit me and shit. You know, I'm try- trying to get ready and shit. And she looking around like, the "Fuck wrong with him? Like he just passed the fuck out? Like, hey baby, how are you? <laughs> like, what the fuck wrong with him? Like, something wrong with him?" And she got pissed, right? And she was like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, "Damn." Like the whole Kill Bill thing happened, I said, "A female gangbanger? Is that possible? Females gangbang?" And that's what I said out loud. And this dude gets out the back seat. He was from Hoover. Sup, nigga? Gangbanger? That's what he told me. I will never forget that shit. Gangbanger. And the way how his teeth, his mouth. Oh, he looked like a giant, evil Winnie the Pooh. This nigga got eyes was red and yellow. Motherfucking look like this nigga never seen water before. Like he didn't give a fuck. His head was all deformed looking like ew, he, I have never like an African nigga want to be a gangbanger or some shit. Like, like nigga rolled up on me like we in the Sahara Desert or some shit. Like, where are you from? But this nigga was terrifying, and I'm like, my heart is racing, like, you know, when you hit the Nas button, like, like my heart is racing, I'm like, what do I do? And then he was like, you a bitch nigga, fuck ass nigga, die nigga, hoover gang nigga, gang banger, triple OG nigga, big shirt Shot the homie. Dead niggas. Kill niggas. Where you from, nigga? Bang on your shit, nigga. I'll murder you. I fuck your mama, nigga, on the dead homies. Now, keep in mind. He said all this shit to me, right? I was like. And I took off running. I just took off. I just fucking took off. Mach 7, Speed Racer, Thundercats, Gundam, Dragon Ball Z. Kamea. Like, I was out of there. Uh, I was gone. She blocks the car in on the sidewalk. And my heart went to survival mode. You know when, like, Simba was running Wanila through the... um. Through the elephant, um, you know, junkyard. And they was trying to, like, eat them and all that stuff. Like, they was running for their lives. Like, that was me, like, growing up. Like, I was, like, small. I was puny. And, like, and here comes these big fucking hyena motherfuckers, you know, trying to eat me and shit. Like, I'm black. We on the same team, motherfucker. Why are you trying to kill me? This is not cool. Stop. Help me. And nobody black helped me. Nobody helped me. Nobody helped me. Nobody ran down and said, Leave that boy alone. Nobody said, You know, run in here, I'll protect you. Call the police, call your mom. None of that happened. And I realized right then and there life is not like the movies. It doesn't matter who you are. People will just kill you just because. They don't give a fuck. Or just no reason at all. Anyway, I'm running down the street. Ah, stop, stop. Try to block the car in on me. I slid across her car, made her even more mad. So she's trying to like ride up on a sidewalk and hit me, you know, so, you know, he can get me. So he's running after me. I call my mom. Mom! Mom! Come fucking save me! Game bangers! Game bangers! Defcon 5! Call the Crips! Call the Crips! Bring everybody with you! Bring the guns! Master P.D.M.S! Bring bring the wu tang Shut this shit down! Snoop Doggy Dog! I need you! Stop screaming. Stop screaming. Why are you screaming? They trying to kill me. This nigga trying to kill me. Oh I am so fucking scared. <laughs> I thought you was on the bus, so why won't you? Why Motherfucker, come fucking save me, stupid. Hung up. My mom got there like 2.2 seconds. Like some Van Diesel. Lady, give me your hand! Like type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like Tyree's got to play Michael Jordan one-on-one in basketball in order to see Paul Walker again. And you know that motherfucker won. And you know Jordan brought everything that he got. And I'm talking about Jordan in his prime. First day um, in the NBA. Dominating. You know what I'm saying? So are you going to see Paul Walker? Or you know what I'm saying? So she gets there. I jump to the window. She takes off. She sees the girl, whatever. My mom's staring her down and all this shit. I was like, just turn, get out. I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm panicking. I'm rubbing the seat. I don't know what to do. It's like one of those hostage situations. So my mom just pimps off. She's frustrated. She's like, calm your ass down. I said, I can't fucking calm down. I'm having a heart attack. She said, bitch, it's called anxiety. And it was quiet in the car. I sat down. She took me home. She said, go in your room. I said, okay. One in my room. And she told me, you know, if you, if you, um, if that ever happens, you know, just leave, you know, get to the school, you know, stay with a group of friends, or, you know, call me or go right back to the school, you know what I'm saying? And I'll come, I'll come I'll come get you, okay? Not all the time though, but I'll come get you though. I was like, okay, mom, gave me a hug, gave me a kiss. what really bothered me the most was she called me a bitch. She still doesn't know that to this day. Hashtag who is Maximilian. Welcome to the Regular Guy Show. Max's girlfriend. I realized the biggest reason why we didn't work out. And It wasn't her fault. And it wasn't really my fault. I came from a situation where... I was sad. Depressed. Beat up. You know, born in the hood, you know. And I had a really rough life. And all I ever did was act like everything is okay. Put my, you know, happy face mask on. And just went out the door, you know. But... By her taking off that mask and seeing what I really was behind it, I mean, probably scared the shit out of her. But at the same time, she never knew who she was. So you got these two people coming together with different problems, different backgrounds, and all we're really looking for is love. We're just looking for someone to accept us for us and make us feel comfortable so we could be our most vulnerable. Yeah, we was working a lot. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was carrying the relationship. I was in and out of it. And, you know, my bipolar attacks and, you know, she wanted a different rational answer to the situation. But the reality is that, um I'm damaged, like I'm tarzan i'm I'm wild, I'm free i'm you know what I'm saying like I just do it, you know there's no need to think about it wall there's no such thing as a wall wall gets destroyed, you know it's that simple, but she had her own demons. Grandma passed away, and that was something really hard, you know, that, you know, happened in her life. That was something, you know, not easy for her. And instead of dealing with that emotion, you know, she just shoved it away and, you know, ran into me and stuff, you know. not saying she's wrong for that, but, I mean, she's 19, she's young, you know, Quarantine kids, you know, the whole world belongs to them, their privilege. So, when a Cadillac approaches a 2001 Honda, what what car has more value? Now, you probably say, well, Honda's a good running car, Say so it's good on gas, but a Cadillac is original, you know, like back in the old days and stuff, so it has value. Not necessarily. It's just two different standpoints that had the same idea, but they had a different outlook on things. They had a different model on things. They had a different, you know, procedure, different speeds on things. My Cadillac had to go through some shit to get to or need to get to. Her Honda was very. It was different. She let you in the car but she was never in the car you know what I mean like you can when we drive the car she's always driving but you don't mind being a passenger because you're safe, you're secure you know, it's good, you know you feel smooth, you know, you can talk, you can relax you can take a nap, you know you feel <clears throat> comfortable but The biggest problem was I was glitching and all that pain and all that stuff I was going through, doing the same thing over and, over, and you know, smoking a lot of weed, you know, it's also opening my mind. I just had a complete mental breakdown and she didn't know what to do. She had no idea what to do. So what do you do when you just have this giant? caveman angry man mad at the world because dad was an asshole you know life was just not good to me you know I had to lie to myself for a very long time and say I'm going to make it imagine being the last slave on a boat and the white people don't want you the black people damn sure don't fuck with you so where do you go What do you do? You meet people. You accept anybody that will accept you because you're lost in this world. And I was looking for love. I was looking for a friend. I was looking for family, all in one person. That's why a majority of my relationships failed because I was looking for, I guess, a wife and more, but I wasn't in that, you know, tax bracket. I wasn't in that field right there. I didn't have that degree. I didn't have clearance to that simply because my library is so destroyed. So you got this Tasmanian devil Bart Simpson child walking around, you know, tick the fuck off. But then you find this beautiful, sweet marshmallow, little baby Godzilla, you know, just a little sweetheart, like, oh, You know, it just melts your heart, and you just enjoy it. But over time, you realize, okay, what? This don't work, this don't add up, this don't make sense, but lose an argument, storm off. But I was also intimidated by her, not by her size or anything. She was in a place in her life where I wanted to be at. I wanted to be in college. I wanted to have the college life. She said she'll help me. You know, she did help me. She helped me in a lot of different ways. Now you will say, well, it sounds like you fucked up everything, you know, or you guys just wasn't a good match. COVID happened. And my life was shifted me like this was like the right hit that we needed to smack me out of La La Land or out of depression or to get me out of that matrix. And I met a very beautiful woman. With an evil, fucked up soul. And I still loved her. Because that little woman walked into the gates of hell through my African jungle, however you want to put it, and put a pink collar on the biggest, evilest, scariest, twistedest evolution of a different fucking creature of hell. Like, it's so fucking terrifying. It, it, it gives a grown man nightmares. Like, that man's in the corner, you know, fucked up, and he just... It just ain't right. you be like, that ain't right. It's just not right. And you just can't calm the fuck down. And you just like, goddamn, trying to shake it off. And, you know, you go through some shit with that. And then you go through your own shit because of that fucking experience. But then you get to a better place. But every now and then it fucks you up. (sighs) She loved me anyway. And I loved her. And the hurtful part is, I didn't care about the material things. I didn't care about none of that. I had somebody that I came home to. Someone said they miss me. Somebody said that they love me. Somebody had my back. Somebody was taking me actually to the hospital, standing up for my human rights. But then at the same time, when a person doesn't understand who they are, it throws off balance. Maybe it wasn't really meant to be. Maybe it just, you know, one of those things, you know, okay, had her fun, you know, played house and that was it. But I was happy with that. And... I don't know why, and I'm in tears right now, I don't know why, I know why now I care so much about her, is simply because it's the first time in years that somebody just liked me for me. Yeah, I used to ask her stupid questions, yeah I did a bunch of weird shit. You know, I wasn't. A, I I think I was good in the beginning, but my mind was so fucked up at that time, and I'm trying to balance both. You know, freaking out, just you know, pacing at night back and forth. You know, consciously knowing I'm doing it, but I have no control over my body. I was fucked up. I was traumatized. I didn't feel. I felt more safe and more secure outside because my mom, she, um, remember she standing me outside just ass naked. And I remember there was so many times she had me just standing in front of me naked. And I'm just like covering up everything. Like, what the fuck? Is this humiliating? Same shit in jail. And I was like never again. So it wasn't that long ago. You know, I'm not saying I got raped or in jail or nothing like that once you to get the idea or my mom did anything like that. Just to clear that up, but I just bam through some shit. And I was trying my fucking best, showing, even fucking speak to me or, are you okay? Are you fine? Or, and then I find out one of our mutual friends had passed away, and she knows I'm always gonna be there for her, but she's so fucking arrogant and hard-headed and oh it's all about me i'm a woman i gotta be tough and all this bullshit and it's like when is enough enough when what when can it just be okay you're hurt i'm hurt let's talk this out and be adults we did it any other fucking time so what's the difference now oh that's right that's right because I exploded, because I went off, because I went to the extreme. But at the same time, I told you my life story. I showed you where I grew up at. Every story I ever told you, every joke about my life is the most saddest story. Behind that joke. The most hilarious joke that you hear your favorite comedian say is the most saddest story behind it. Not necessarily always true for some, but majority. Kevin Hart laugh at my pain. As time goes by, I cried forgave myself, make peace with it. Try to talk to her, try to, you know, just apologize. Just a good note. You're a good person. You know, you didn't come with intentions to hurt me or do anything wrong. So I was just, you know. But she's young, she's only 19. And it tells a lot where my mind is. And I'm not saying, you know, 19, I'm 27. You know, I'm not saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's a number. It's just the fact that, you now she's educated, she's smart, she's cool. We were just on different paths. It was just, it wasn't a good match at the time. I'm not saying she's a bad person or me. It was just too many responsibilities back up into a corner. But instead of of just asking for help and accepting certain things, she had her own mind made up about things. Her mom had convinced her how black people was. So it's already ingrained into her brain. Oh, since you've been to jail before, you know, you're an attacker. You're going to do this, you're going to do that. Okay, like... Like that's not gonna piss me off Thanks for bringing up my past Now I feel more shitty about myself Now I have a personal vendetta against you Like come on dude We both said things that was fucked up We both crossed fucking lines Especially me just as a man That's just from my standpoint But at the same time I'm raising myself I don't have no fucking father. I don't have no fucking mother. I don't have no family. I am dying just to be in a... F- <laughs> I fucking hate you. Like. You get my hopes up really high really high like okay everything's good maybe there's no way a small little five foot four little chinese little girl is gonna do anything to hurt me because she's friendly you know all her her friends are nice and all this other fucking shit i fucking just oh You fucking... (laughs) I hope you're fucking happy. (sighs) Congratulations. I could just add you to the rest of the book of everybody that fucked me over. (sighs) At least I'm talking about it. At least I made a fucking effort. At least I'm fucking try you have never once tried to talk about it you have never once came back to try to fix the problem you can't say oh i love you and all this other shit and then fucking run all you do is fucking run you run from fucking everything you're a fucking coward you run from everything and it's all gonna come back and fucking haunt you you will fucking know that if you ever just fucking talked Oh, I forgot. I talk so much. I finally figured out why I talk so much. A legit reason. The legitimate reason why I talk so fucking much. Because I've been alone for my whole entire life. You try living alone and being disconnected the fact that nobody wants to be around you oh you sound white oh you are an oreo oh you are this you're weird you a nigga you this you a bitch you a motherfucker you that you ain't never gonna be shit how many fucking guns was pulled out on me people just roll up and they just roll down a window and they'd shoot a the water guns in your face and then drive off or just even simply walking home, and somebody about to jump out the car. Always, oh, oh, did you beat up the homie? They're like, no, no, no. We're even. All right, ooh, and keep it pushing. I didn't have no backup. Batman ain't coming, motherfucker. Yeah, I may be taller than you. I may be stronger than you, physically, emotionally, or whatever. But we are the same fucking person. We're both fucking human. I don't appreciate you fucking lying to me. I don't appreciate you fucking hurting me. You're a fucking coward for running. Oh, I can't deal with this. You act all fucking tough around your little friends and your fucking family and all this other fucking shit. So cut the fucking shit. You're not fucking tough. Fuck your poker face. You're not fucking tough. Just stop. Grow the fuck up and mature. I'm always going to care about you. I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to be there for you. Yeah, we got into it. Big fight. Yeah, it may be way too much for you. Totally understand it. I'm super sorry. I did my best and I still try to go afterwards and try to fix it. I'm sorry. My life was fucked up. I'm sorry six months of my fucking time was not good enough for you. Sorry I don't have a car. Sorry I don't have enough money. Sorry that my life is so fucked up. Because this is not what I asked for. The same way as an order goes wrong for some fucking food and this is not what the person ordered and you gotta fucking fix it. You try putting your whole life together as a child. Do I call the police on my father even though he's beating the shit out of my mom? Because if I put him in jail, who's going to pay the bills? Because she's not working. Because last week she said this. Or shall I just go outside and play and ignore everything? That's where the fuck my mind was at as a kid. Let me carry me a screwdriver to school. Because I know either way, however I got out of this school... Five times out of ten, they're going to come this way and keep fucking with me. Okay. Oh, there goes a fucking dog that's trying to fucking eat my fucking ankles. So what the fuck do I have to do? Do what I got to do. And I'm simply walking home from school. So I'm sorry that your short little midget ass couldn't boss the fuck up and take this relationship. Seriously, I'm sorry that I fucked it up according to your fucking perfect standards. I've never been so disappointed and so pissed off with somebody in my life because I don't even know who the fuck you are. You're a fucking stranger. You are a nobody until you figure out who the fuck. Fuck you are, and what's the point of your life? And once you do that soul searching and stop shoving everything down because mommy and daddy didn't give a fuck about you, then you'll get somewhere in your life. And your little tag team sister Jessica, fuck out of here. Seriously, fuck out of here. Your sister's not always going to be there for you. Eventually, either one of y'all is going to die. That's just life. Maybe I'll go at the same time. Who knows? Maybe I'll go. Who knows? But what I'm saying is your little covenant, your little, oh, my little tinkerbell little world is going to burn down because life is going to fucking crack that shit open like a goddamn egg. And your shit is going to get fried. Yeah, I'm a little mad. Yeah, I'm a little pissed at you. Oh, it sounds the same. Oh, it sounds the same. But here's the difference. I took all of that. And I wrote letters. I sang songs. I changed my whole life around. Because I'd never, ever, ever want to go through that pain ever again in my life. And all I needed was one thing, one small little screw to fuck my life up, to get it right. And I thank you. I thank you for failing me. I thank you for giving up on me. I thank you for quitting on me. I thank you for telling me that I was terrible at sex. Because you know what I realized, honey? I'm not terrible at sex. You just don't have any attachment to anything in this world but yourself. Because you're a selfish code son of a bitch. That's why. Because after when we broke up, I took a lot of time to heal I took a lot of time to read books. I worked out. I exercised. I started putting myself back together. I lost weight. I wanted to be buffer. But I was fine. And I'm changing people's lives. I'm a motivational speaker. Because of you. Because you saw beauty in me. And I always see beauty in you. I wish you was here. I care about you deeply. I don't know why. Maybe you're the first nice person or good thing that's ever happened to me in a long time. Or maybe I'm just young, in my feelings, in my 20s, whatever. But I just... Just want to know if you're okay. I just want to give you a hug. I don't want you to walk around with that pain and that guilt and that hurt and blaming yourself. I care too much about people that I overdo things. There's so many ways and angles to look at this whole thing, but overall, it's life. I have to let you go. <laughs> and it's the hardest thing I gotta do. <sighs> I gotta let you go. I don't want to. But I know you're not going to come back. I already seen it. You act like I don't exist. I can't tell you how many times I want to just fucking kill myself. I showed you exactly who I was. Yeah, you said you care about me. You love me. Stick with you, cause you're lucky. <laughs> Why? After everything I've been through my fucking life. forgive me for this shit I fucking hate you I didn't ask for this life I already been dead They go through another fucking thing but I'm glad I did one day we'll see each other one day and I'm just gonna wave at you and the rest is up to you you're not worth it to me to go through all this shit Man, I had already made peace with this so many times but I had to get this all off my chest. I'll be here this one day I really do I really fucking do hope you hear this and it sinks in your head as you smoke on the balcony. i not going to tell you what to do. Like I told you, I'm never going to tell you what to do. You already know the answers to these things. Why <laughs> would you hurt me after everything I fucking do? You. I don't have no fucking family, you idiot. I'm fucking Bruce Wayne, I don't have Alfred. My name's Terry Jackson. And I am a man. A strong man. I'm a big man. Powerful, Beyond measure, I'm a Cadillac, triple O-G. Can't nobody slide with this. I lay down the boogie. Better close your granny's eyes because I will tell her a bunch of lies. I'm the biggest in the game. People want to come after me? huh? You do not want to see my middle name. Mm-mm-mm. Last week, I slapped Dwayne Johnson. Kevin Hart was cracking the fuck up. Chris Rock didn't find that shit amusing none at all. Morgan Freeman wishes to step to a nigga like me. Samuel Jackson, nigga, please. Mm, mm, mm. Joe Rogan, he don't want none of this. I'll put that white boy in the goddamn blender, shake his ass two times, and jiggle his nuts across Neptune. My goddamn man, I'm strong. I'm a truck. I'm heavy. Hell, sometimes I get turned up with them Chevys. But I'm a Cadillac man. I'm a gentleman. I'm down to earth. I'm reasonable. I'm forgiven. I'm understanding. I do not like teachers. I respect my sensei. Education. Hell, I'll do it again. Math. Not too good at it. But I do the best I can. English. Communication. History. Every single day of my life. Ain't nothing can stop me. God damn it, I'll wrestle a fucking alligator just for the fuck of it. My fucking man. Ain't nobody bigger than this. Ain't nobody fucking with this. Ain't nobody flexing with Terry Jackson. Nobody. You think Mike Tyson? <laughs> Nigga, please. I will destroy Mike Tyson. I'll make Mike Tyson my bitch. Mike Tyson don't want to be fucking with a gangster like this. That's a little ducky. I'm a big ducky. Little ducky. Big ducky. Little ducky. Little boat. Little boat won't be a big boat. That's fine. That's fine. Won't be a big boat. That's cool. All right, you won't be a big boat. Ain't nothing wrong. Ah, oh, you won't be a big boat. Ah, oh, that Tyson right there. He won't be a big boat. Ain't nothing wrong to be a big boat. I like big boats. Guess what, big boat? Ain't gonna happen. Something a goddamn alligator. Boy, I'll snap that goddamn water on the crack of your ass. Who oh, you think you fucking with, boy? Ain't nobody fucking with Terry Jackson. I'm a scary motherfucker. I lay down the buggy, motherfucker. Ain't nobody trying to fuck with Terry Jackson. 50 cent, 50 poop, 50 nothing. I'll make that nigga shit noodles. Over there waving at me. Little cutie pie, trying to wave at me. Come here, girl. What's up? What it is, yo? Oh, shit, she buzzing a bitch. It might be my lucky day. I'll be back. Terry Jackson might get some booty. But remember this, motherfuckers. I'm the wrong motherfucker to be fucking with.